0: Happy
1: New Year! Well, welcome to our first service of 2023. Um, Amazing that you are joining us, hopefully live. Uh, If you are joining us later in the day, just welcome. uh, Traditionally, we do a pre-recorded service in December, which has been quite weird to get into 2023. And if you are watching this, We've actually all been raptured. No, I'm only really kidding. If you're watching, if you're watching this, it's all good, hopefully. Yeah. But a pre-recorded service just to give our volunteers a time off, uh, just to give everyone a break really. And, uh, obviously today falls on New Year's Day. So we really hope that you've had an amazing Christmas and obviously an amazing night last night, just celebrating the year. I know for some of us it's been a difficult year <laughs> and but we're really looking forward to 2023. So, uh, so welcome everybody, it's going to be a super short service, we actually don't have many formalities, there's no songs, uh, you can listen to your own songs uh, when you get a chance later today, but just really a discussion uh, of some of our highs and lows, and then some of the things that we're feeling God speaking to us on, and hopefully just an encouragement uh, for you guys. Uh, just before we uh, kind of go into that, just to say, I think we had an amazing December, lighting the tree a couple of weeks back was fun, Christmas services. <laughs> fun, and we've also been on the back of two series that I think have been quite significant for our church, the one on the Bible, then we did one on worship, and then we're going to be starting the new year, well, looking at February to do a whole series on prayer. And if you think about that as Christians, those are the three foundational pillars, I suppose, worship, word, and prayer. So we're really excited about that. And so we're looking forward uh, to an amazing year for us to really grow in Jesus. Anyway, straight into the discussion. We've obviously got Jin. Cole, Tony, Adele, and uh, Ed with us today. Colin and Tony, actually, as you're thinking, what are they doing here? I mean, aren't they, Haven't they finished their season? Yeah. So remember, we're in December pre-recorded, so that's why they're here. Uh, first of January, first day, actually, for you guys stepping fear. out of <laughs> Kloof, pastoral staff. We've actually got them live at the church right now, making sure the service runs correctly <laughs> at 6 a.m. No, sounds-
2: no problem. I've sent you an invoice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm Yes, yes, you're
1: rebellious. You're wearing shorts. He doesn't have to wear longs now for our service. Anyway, uh, so straight into highs and lows for everybody, and then uh, we'll talk about the word that you're feeling. So, should we go to you first, Miss?
3: Okay. What was
1: your low? Should we go, should we go, should we we do lows first? Because then we can.
3: Yeah, yeah, let's let's end up. Let's end up. Because I think for a
1: lot of us, there were a lot of lows. What what was your low this year?
3: I think, like you say, there have been a lot of uh, lows this year. Um, I think more lows than highs, to be honest, and especially of late. Things have been a bit heavy hey, for our church body and that. Um, so there's nothing in particular that stands out. It's just that I just have felt like a lot of weight around some, some sad things and that have happened this year. But my high is that I've got to spend time with my two siblings that um, live overseas and we haven't seen them in years. So even though the time has been short, it's precious and I'm grateful for it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe just to tag off yeah. I think there were uh, a lot of blows. It was a challenging year, a lot of tragedy. Yeah. And you know, as pastors, I think we all we feel the weight because people turn to us in in times of difficulty and uh, we we've got to be the ones that bring hope and life. So yeah, I think there were many things that were quite challenging. Also for us personally, I mean, we've got growing kids, teenagers. There were a couple challenges there. Don't worry, we're all okay, but just some challenges. Also with schools and yeah, a lot of stuff that I think maybe sometimes you forget, watching this, that us pastors have normal lives. <laughs> we have mm-hmm, the same babies. normal challenges that yeah. you have. And so, yeah, there there were a couple of lows uh, regarding that. But for me, uh, I think some of the highs, uh, we, we got a sabbatical this year, yeah, 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 that's cool. um, last year, <laughs> which was amazing. Uh, it was delayed, uh, but we had an awesome time. We really do enjoy traveling, particularly with our kids. Yeah. And And for us, we've always felt like, memories experiences over yeah, things absolutely. you know so so that, that was amazing for us to be able to travel a bit and got to travel a lot obviously we did the 24 skies record uh, traveled there and then again we uh, i was asked to preach at church in america so we, we really enjoyed it so there's some highs and then obviously yeah. as jen said family's out my brother's out haven't seen yeah. him in many years so mm-hmm. yeah i think there's a lot of things if you just have the right perspective that we yeah. can be grateful for yeah,
2: yeah. cold tones lows and highs my low and my high is actually the same event um as while you guys are on sabbatical um the floods that we had here in kzn were like extremely devastating i remember one particular moment um i think it was the second or third day after and begs and i had gone out to the giber community and i was standing on the kind of this mountain and just seeing like devastation just as far as the eye could see yeah. and just realizing um that the numbers weren't what they were being you know said to be and the destruction was was huge and the injustice of the fact that this shouldn't have happened and the infrastructure wasn't in place and um, and it was it was brutal um, there were true Life staff members standing next to me to say there's there's my home and just realized you that, that could have so easily been you yeah. um, and so i don't know just that kind of when you've uh, met with this brutal life and death um in front of you um but the Ha was watching our church yeah. like come alive like in the most extravagant generous abundant creative innovative way and i remember just like going home to tony like and being like i just feel so alive i feel like the church is is, is doing what it's meant to do and people are going above and beyond and whether it was people serving and you know bringing the food and Sometimes, yeah, to kind of to get to people was a good hour, hour and a half trek to get food down and blankets. and, But just watching community come together, our open hands giving was just incredible. And it just warmed my heart to go like, this is what the church should be and is being all about. So, so those are my lows and highs.
3: And I think for us watching from afar obviously we were overseas mm-hmm. at that time but watching our, sh- our church step up step into action it really was heartwarming for us mm-hmm. to see how everyone mm-hmm. pulled together to make okay. a difference so I,
1: I think that's how the church should operate it's not we've always built a team uh, mm-hmm. dynamic here and even the church the body of christ the people it's not based on individuals mm-hmm. so for us to see that just i was just it's getting offended. stuck in uh, yeah. i mean it was hugely encouraging for us mm-hmm.
4: Um, for me, um, so like you guys mentioned, we actually as of January we're not going to be on staff. So for us, Marlow this year was a lot of the loss and having to say goodbyes, you know, to um, amazing staff and season here at Open Skies. And so that's that. That was hard. We made the decision. We're excited for for the future and we're excited for what's ahead. But it was just it was just uh, hard to have to say a lot of the goodbyes and just ending a season that was so. So amazing. So um, that was a low for me personally. And then high was also we got to see family. So we got to travel, got to go to Italy. My family got to meet our youngest son, Orlando. We got to celebrate my grand's 90th as like a big family reunion. So that was a really special time. So I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm.
1: I've just been reminded, though, Colin, shorty comrades oh, <laughs> was both wow. the low and high. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Too soon, too soon. Low, yeah, Ta- just tell, blanked it out my memory. <laughs> just tell yeah.
1: the church how many times you've run since the comrades?
2: Since the comrades? Yeah. naught In three months. <laughs> Not a
1: single run. <laughs> uh, New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. I
2: forgot. But, yeah, that would be, a, I don't know, a low and a high all on the same day. Yeah, Eddie?
5: Yeah, I think, I mean, we've all mentioned all the things that have gone on in our church, um, but probably a big low for me is l- losing Scar. Um, I think he was, yeah, him and I were, we were close and we did so much life together then true life and carried massive boxes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah, he carried did, bigger ones than you. He was No, 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 you. we carried them together. <laughs> we, we
5: actually had a saying, which is hilarious, that like that we had this big black box that used to have all the lights and the cables and the speak and like and the shoe, stinky shoes, smelly shoes that we wore on the, on the stage in there and we had a saying that like only when you could lift it by yourself were you allowed to get married um, and that was like that was our thing that we used to say so then me and Sky used to try and like lift it and then I lifted it first obviously because I got married before him uh, but then he lifted it and so obviously he got married with Charlene which is beautiful but um, yeah I think losing him was was a, yeah a really hard moment for me and probably one of the lowest of the year. And then the highest moment, which is crazy that it works this way, but obviously my little boy get, being born, Cedar Rain, um, and yeah, he's he's been incredible and it's yeah it's been amazing and yeah it's it's, it's I mean yeah I'm sure, dad everybody, dad. everybody knows now like so like it's like it's just crazy to think that like. Like I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, You're actually man? Like there's moments where I'm like, Where are your real parents? Like <laughs> like what's going on here? Like how do we do this? But it's um it's beautiful and he's amazing and I uh, love that that yeah, this that God can make laugh from from this whole situation and and yeah, so that's definitely the highest high of the year. That's very really cool. Delce, do you wanna borrow the mark?
0: <laughs> God give me grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, a low this, this year has been, it's almost last year, it's just the, that continued undercurrent of the sadness of people um, because of what's happened, so it's almost been ongoing and things just keep happening and so for me, that, that's been a low, just to say, God, there's just so much, you was alluded to it, jen mm-hmm. the weight, oh and just seeing people sad and it's just been a really, a, a really, really tough year. Um, I think we've all been able to allude to the floods and different things and, and the loss of people mm-hmm. who who we really care about. Um, but then on top of that, for me, a high is last year this time, we didn't know if my dad would would be around at Christmas wow. time, mm-hmm. and he is going strong he's recovered incredibly mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Miraculous. You know, people want to allude, he was fit and all those things. I just say that was the hand of God. Mm. There was just nothing else on that. And so for me, that's really, uh, it was a real major high for 2022. Mm. And then a major high for me 2022, I've got two, was being having the privilege of being asked to step on to a team with you guys. (laughs) You you really don't know, church. (laughs) Church really wouldn't know. The incredible high that it is for me to awesome. be able to step into this place. That's and amazing. And so yeah. really incredibly grateful. Yeah.
1: It's, it's been 10 that. years since you've been back Ten from the years. UK. There's something sure. in there. Something
0: in there. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, that's 10 awesome. years. Um, no, well. well, we're the excited the to have you on. Today's your officially the first day. <laughs> Today's your <my laughs> official first day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so we want you
1: here in case people rock up for the evening Yes, for the evening Awesome. Well, um, I hope some of those stories you were able to relate to, I'm sure many of you feel the same way, but also hope that it made you think of some of your highs. But now we just want to spend a a brief moment each just encouraging you uh, with a thought. I I think it's so important that God is speaking to all of us. And obviously this little mini-service and an opportunity for you to hear from God through us. But it's not the only way God speaks. As we know, God speaks through the Word. He speaks through mm-hmm. circumstantial signs. He speaks through the Holy Spirit in us. And yeah. But God wants to speak to us. And so we use this as an opportunity for you to be encouraged by the little things that He's spoken and whispered to us. And But our hope is that it wouldn't only just, the thought wouldn't only encourage you, but you would say, wow, like, okay, God, what are you saying to me personally today? So and and particularly for the year ahead. So let's start with you again. What is God saying to you?
3: Okay, so Hilt and I were very privileged um, in July, August, to attend the GLS and um, a GROW conference over in the States. And I just remember God starting to do just something within me. um, At the end of that GROW conference, we both both felt like the Holy Spirit doing something. And I just came back with a real sense that something something's about to change. There's something that's going to shift in in the spiritual atmosphere. Um, so my two words are shifting shadows for next year. Um, I was actually praying about that this last weekend. I was all like, what, how, when, what are you feeling? And I just I just clearly felt shifting shadows. And we know God does not change like shifting shadows. It tells yeah. us that in James 1. But there are very real dark shadows that have been hovering over mm-hmm. us here within this church body, within us individually, across the, the globe, yeah. and um, I'm really sensing that he is going to push back mm-hmm. that that darkness and those shadows, and we're going to enter into a time of spiritual breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So um, just to encourage you all to get ready for that, position yourself for that, be expectant mm-hmm. for that, because um, I'm excited. Yeah. It's time. I think that darkness, is we it's been long enough now and we're going to step into something new. And I just wanted to end with um, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. It says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past and see I'm doing a new thing. Uh-huh. So get ready.
1: Oh, that's amazing. We've got to be expecting for God to do new things in our life. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we actually go backwards. Yeah. And if yeah. we're not moving, we're not actually growing. And I like the idea of the sun being the constant and that us... As humans and the earth and the solar system all moves around that. Mm-hmm. So, if we want to see shifting shadows and God to move in our life, we actually have to be the one yeah, that they're going to the move because, as you know, he, he stays the same. That's yeah. amazing. Eddie, you had a, a similar kind of feeling, so maybe just uh, yeah. elaborate on that
5: that's awesome yeah I think is it's really cool because I did really feel something similar to what Jen is saying and um, it's something that my my wife has been saying <laughs> um, and obviously her and Jesus are tight like this uh, <laughs> but uh, she keeps saying spring is coming and spring is coming okay. spring is coming and and uh, and uh, yeah, I just really in, in preparing for today, I felt that for us as a church, for me, for for everybody, whoever needs that word, like yeah. I really just felt like like spring is coming. And I think, like we've all mentioned, uh, this last year has been really tough uh, for a lot of people, and I think a lot of people are carrying some heavy weights, and uh, and a lot of stuff has gone on, mm. and uh, and spring is coming, and uh, and I do believe that. And there's um there's a scripture in uh, Hosea, Hosea. Hosiah? Hosea, How's that? How's that? Uh, and uh, it says this. It says, In just a short time, He will restore us so that we may live in His presence. Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know Him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn or the coming of rains in early spring. And, uh, and I love that like even with with what Jen is saying like we've got to prepare ourselves or like like we like God doesn't move and and so it's actually I love that the scripture says like let us press on to know him and, and I think for us like spring is coming but it but it's what preparation are we doing now in this season for spring to come and like the rains are coming and and the sun is going to rise and things are going to be there but if but if we aren't prepped and we're not pressing into God then we, we might miss it or or the rains will come but we won't we won't see the full benefit of what god anticipated for us in that moment and so like it's in this moment and in these times where it is hard and it is tough and it's it's been a hard year that that you dig deep you you turn over the soil you plow it you get it ready so that like when the spring comes like that that we can see that benefit we can see um the beauty and and the stuff come out of the ground that was hard and dirty and stiff and tough and like we will see God come through as we lean into it. I love it. It's that he will respond to us. It's not like he might or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit like he yeah. will respond and he is going to uh, show himself because he is faithful. And so, yeah, spring spring is coming.
1: Oh, well, we're excited about that. And, yeah, for you, Adele, it is a whole new season and it's like spring mm. for you, new things. So. What spring?
5: <laughs> Yay. We, we see you
0: what, dressing so fancy. Tell us fancy. what you're
1: feeling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh I love you Eddie <laughs> yeah the the script that I, that I felt very strongly I mean it's something that I think a theme that I've carried for as long as I can remember but just to see the church operating in this this context and it kind of full, you know alludes to everything you're saying but in Acts chapter 2 42 it says 42 to 45 it says all the believers devoted themselves to the Apostles teaching the word um, to the fellowship to sharing in meals, including the Lord's supper, and to prayer, a deep sense of awe came over all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, which I believe is a season we're going to move into, as we do, you know, the things that we're talking about now. Um, believers and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared their money with those in need. And then 4.32 goes on to say, All the believers were united in one heart, one mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything, and a great blessing of God rested upon them. And I love this, is there were no needy people among them because those who owned things would sell them, so Ed, the house you just bought. Um, but it's just that there were no needy among them and, and such a deep sense of caring and sharing. So i got three C's out of that. The covenant that we have with God, our covenant with God, our covenant with one another, community which speaks of the word community is made of commune and unity. And So as we come into that place of com- unity, we'll see the blessing of God, rest, and then commitment. So that we need, I believe, next year is going to be a year of we're all in, mm-hmm. yes. all on. in. Not, we yes. not hold anything back from our relationship with God, our covenant, mm-hmm. our relationships with one another, and this just the way that we commit ourselves to our community, mm-hmm. yeah. our church, that we will really be all in, and we won't have to be pushed, but we'll be running ahead of awesome. ahead of things, awesome. and and to be. Uh, the word, we really will be engaged with the things of God next year. It's not going to just be something we say, but we will be engaged, which means a pledge. So in covenant, we will be pledged to one another and to God. In community, again, a pledge to one another. will And then a pledge to be all in well, in amazing. 2023.
1: We well, can see your passion with that, and clearly you're going to be working in the right space with home groups. and marketplace because that scripture is a kind of home group scripture you know they're devoted to the cultivation of community life and then the no need you know how god is bringing community in our marketplace to 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 meet need that we we see in and around us so we're excited to see how groups are going to develop this year we've got some a whole bunch of new ideas that we're going to work on and uh, we're quite excited about that cole tony
2: yes
1: what do you have to say
2: so I've had this scripture or thought going through my head recently. It's the account where uh, John and Peter, I think it is, get to the gates of beautiful and there's a lame man there and he's begging. And he says, is it Peter, John? One of them says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have, I give to you and then obviously ask him to stand up in the name of Jesus. And that line, what I have, I give to you has been the thought that's been going through my head because you can only give what you got so in that moment he you know if he hadn't had faith if he hadn't been listening to the spirit of god if he didn't have that he wouldn't have been able to give it and so that's the original thought that i had in my head and then i was just thinking how much in the last month because of all the tragedy how many times i've ended up just like breathing out these deep sighs of like pain or loss or whatever it is and like you not you breathe out like you like feel like you don't have enough air actually in your lungs to breathe, like it all out. And I was just thinking, like how how much of the time we can as Christians, God, like He wants us to do things and He wants us to go silver and gold. I do not have, but what I have, I give to you. But we don't have anything on the inside; we're empty. Um, and I was thinking about the breath of God, because often what I've then done when I feel like I don't have enough breath in my lungs is just stop and try and like just breathe deep breaths in and i was thinking how important that is for us as followers of jesus um whether it's tragedy or whether it's the purpose or plan that god has over our lives whatever it is that he's asking us to do in order to breathe out in order to give to people we have to have the breath of god deep within us and like and uh you know in Genesis 1.27, it speaks about that God breathed his breath into Adam um, and that's how he got life and then we know in the book of Acts that it's his Holy Spirit his presence, his breath, the wind of God and interesting like this word Holy Spirit in Hebrew or Greek it's like spirit, wind, breath they're all the same word and it's like and I was just thinking like um, how important it is, for us to be breathed on by the presence of God. And the line that I wrote down in my notes was, Cole, when was the last time you felt the breath of God, the wind of God, the Spirit of God? Not when was the last time you read your Bible? Very important. We just finished it. Not when was the last time you went to church? Not not the last time you, you tithed? When was the last time you felt the breath of God? And for me, at our prayer meeting that we had just this last week, like I got on my knees and I felt the presence of God. And I realized like my lungs needed it. My spiritual lungs needed the breath of God. And I don't know what this year ahead holds, But I know that there are many things that God would want us to do miraculously. Signs and wonders, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have with absolute confidence I give to you. And I only give what I got. And what I got is the breath of God. And so that would be my encouragement to myself and to everybody. Let us go through 2023 full in our spiritual lungs with the breath of God.
0: Very good.
1: Very good. <laughs> um, Following on. <laughs>
4: yeah. So um, I really felt um, something maybe quite simple, but, uh, you know, because it's just been Christmas, we've been celebrating the birth of Jesus, and there was there's a scripture where it's announced that he is going to be born and his name will be Jesus. And um, I was just reflecting how important it is, um, how important names are, and in particular, in, even in the olden days, and, Um, when you name your child you give it so much thought and the meaning is important and so when it was announced that his name was going to be Jesus it's the power of his name is is just so so amazing and so the fact that that Jesus is the only name that carries not just um a name but it's actually every need that we will ever have can be met in his in his name it carries so much power and authority it's the only name that is above every other name and so there's um i was just so reminded of the fact that the bible speaks about the name of jesus and gives him so many other names, like his name means salvation, that God is with us, wonderful counselor, good shepherd, bread of life, healer, and the list could go on. But the one thing that it also says is that in Philippians 2 verse 9, it says that his name is above every other name. It says this, it says, therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. uh, that at the name of jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father and really the fact that it's like to his name the name of jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess and and how there's just such so much power in just the name of Jesus, and we've been singing the song at church. It's it's called uh, I Speak Jesus, and really it's all about how we can speak the name of Jesus over every situation. And um, it says. I speak the name of Jesus, and I speak Jesus, and so every, everything that comes up this year, I just really felt to encourage everybody that, like, no matter the tragedy or the uh, challenge ahead, that if we just speak the name of Jesus, when we don't know what to say or what to pray, His name alone carries so much power and authority, and every need can be met through that name. And so, yeah, I was just so encouraged and reminded in this Christmas season and coming into the year how powerful His name and His beautiful his name is and so to be encouraged to speak his name next year yeah
1: Well, oh, that's amazing uh also encouraging and i did not know you were going to say kind of all of that at the end because it ties in exactly with what i'm feeling and we're going to wrap this up quick and i am not going to say too much because we'll be teaching into this obviously later in, in the month of jan and into the, the series we're doing but i, I really really feel that and you mentioned it, that we need to be speaking to Jesus. So hence us doing the um, series on prayer. But Jesus is wanting to speak to us too. It's this two-way thing because that's what prayer is. You know, how often do we pray to God and then he, we don't let him speak to us? You know, we were joking about it, uh, Colin, uh, yesterday. It's like, you know, if if you get someone to come and work in your home or a particular job. And, and if you had to arrive there and just start saying, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I need this, and I'm going to do it. And he just starts instructing you as the person who's employed. The, you're going to say, hang on a second here. Yeah. This is what I need you to do. Uh, let me do the speaking uh, and, and you do the listening. <laughs> you know, And I, I think it's so often like that with God. You know, We, we come to him and uh, we don't wait for him to speak to us. And I really believe God wants to speak to all of us. You listening today? He he wants to speak to you, and maybe even, uh, you know, listening to the service today. You are going well? That's amazing how God spoke to each of them. No, no, He can speak to you too. I mean, we we sharing this not just to encourage you with what we're feeling, but for you to be inspired. And mm-hmm. if you're still on holiday, take some time even today, starting the year, just saying, God, I I need you to speak to me, like, because yeah. God's got something unique and individual uh, for, for all of you. And um, you know, I was just thinking about the passage in Samuel, and, and, and again, I'm going to teach into this a little bit more, but, you know, God was calling Samuel in the night. I mean, they reckon he was about 12 at the time, and he was working in in, in the tabernacle and Eli was his kind of his boss. Eli was like half blind, you know, because he was also looking after him. So when, when he hears the, the word Samuel in the night, like he goes, yes, and he gets up and he walks to Eli, thinking that Eli was calling him, you know, because he was like taking care of him. And three times he has this uh, this voice, and then I think on the third time it says here uh, in Samuel three verse eight it says the third time the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said here I am you called me, and then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy, like I want you to realize today that God is wanting to speak to you. Yeah. He says, um, so Eli told Samuel go and lie down, and if he calls you say speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. The Lord came and stood there. So, so Samuel went and lay down, and the Lord came and stood there. So it's almost like God in an angelic form came to speak to him, calling, uh, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel's response was this, speak, for your servant is listening. And that's when God spoke. And I just think if our posture is one of And we're talking about perspective and and positioning ourselves and it's just say, God, speak to me. You know, just giving in that time. And what's interesting um is that he had to go lie down. He had to keep still. Because so often we running around, we're so busy. Uh, Come on, let's make this year different to other years, where we're not just crazy running around, so he had to lie down and then also like Eli says if he calls you I don't think we should treat our relationship with God as like this presumptuous type of relationship like he's buddy buddy mate yes he is but it's like we we have a reverence and respect him like well if he calls you again you know listen and then this whole idea of uh, respond to you know uh, to God speak Lord you know and and just responding to that and then I think there's also an element of humbling ourselves before God so your servant is listening we're here to serve God So, yeah, we, we, we'll talk more about that later in the year. And so, so there was that. And then I got a message from a friend, um, which I'll tell you a little bit later. He blessed me with this, this cap. And he just said, I hope this speaks to your heart. And I was uh, quite intrigued by that language. And then I read this in Ezekiel. Notice how many times you, you hear this. He says, stand up, son of man, said the voice. I want to speak with you. The Spirit came into me as he spoke. And he set me on my feet. I listened carefully to his words, Son of Man. He said, "There's all this language." And if you go a little further on the scripture, it speaks about. Then he, you know, he says something. He say, you know, he wants to say something. And God always is wanting to speak to us as His people, as His servants. And then I believe it's our response to say, "God, I'm here. Speak to me. I'm listening." And then, and then we, we, God wants to engage with us, and, and we talk to him, and there's this beautiful communication. But then also God, when he speaks to us, he, he's instructing us to do something, and then God wants to use our voice to go and speak to people and help people. So for me, I'm really just feeling like God's stirring in that space. God wants to speak to all of us, and it doesn't only have to be the prophetic people or those who are ministers or you know, those type of people that hear God's voice. I really believe all of us need to be hearing God's voice daily. Because, I mean, how are we going to function if we're not having that guidance? He's there for us, and that's why he left us with the Holy Spirit. So anyway, that's what I'm excited about, and that's what I'm trusting for you. So um, there's so much more we could say, but we wanted to keep this service short, as short as we could. But we really hope that encourages you. And uh, thank you for for joining us today. And kind of as we close, I want to pray. But I just really believe, and as you've joined today, you're honoring God with your first. And we'll give you an opportunity later if you want to give, because I think we honor God with our time and and then also with our resources. But well done for, for joining us. If you're joining us live, uh, very well done. That means you have maybe woke up, you know, after having a late night or whatever it is. Uh, but if you're watching this later, um, just well done for making space for God on the 1st of January, 2023. Say, so God, like, I want you to speak to me. And and we really hope that this service has spoken to you. So... Can I pray for you? Um, and uh, yeah, we're just trusting for an amazing year. Really looking forward to seeing you uh, next Sunday back in person. Um, and yeah, we just are excited to all get back. And there's a whole lot of things we're dreaming about. Did you Can say I say
2: one last thing? You, well, you're not going to uh, be here next week. Well, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> well, maybe I can say this because I'm not a pastor anymore. But I know January, everybody's like, I'm back at church. And, and that's amazing. I think God sees that and he honors that. But there's there's got to be something more than just a january commitment and really want to encourage anyone who's engaging now we often have our biggest attendance through january this particular service ends up getting a lot of views and obviously god's stirring some stuff mm. But then there has to be that commitment, that shifting shadows to go, actually, I'm going to do stuff. I can't do the same thing and expect a different result. And so my challenge would be that you decide right now, January, February, March, I am in the house of God. Like that's just, we are doing that as for me and my house, as for me and my family, we're serving God. And you watch when you give him that space, what he's able to do. Like, um, And let's watch our church grow in January and bigger in February and March, not because we're off to numbers, but because there's impact and there's revival and God is moving through the community so
1: you tell them Colin you tell them <laughs> <laughs> you, when you come and talk it doesn't matter if you offend anyone anymore it's like oh you know?
2: <laughs> you'll think pasta concrete was actually pasta soft said that's how uh, uh, what's yeah. harder than concrete uh, I'll find you'll find out next year
1: <laughs> a, a, a brick yeah, know. anyway oh, but uh, thanks for joining us uh, if you wouldn't mind we're just gonna pray and I'm gonna pray a blessing over you and uh, let's just spend a moment doing that so, God, we thank you so much for this time together. Um, thank you, God, that we can just spend a moment on the 1st of January 2023. It's it's a significant moment, God. And I, I really pray that you've used some of the words that have been shared today just to speak to people. God, because you it's your heart to speak to us. And, Lord, we want to say at the beginning of the year, speak. Your servant is listening. So, God, even right now, it's, it's not only... words that we've heard that can speak to us but it's even your holy spirit right now can speak to us so why don't you even take a moment now just close your eyes where you're sitting i don't know where you are you could be in your lounge on your bed i don't know maybe you're out in the open just close your eyes if you're driving do not close your eyes um and just say speak lord your servant is listening and god We just ask you to speak. Speak to your people. That's your heart. That's your desire. And throughout the day today, Lord, would you be speaking to us? And we're so excited for what you're wanting to say to us because we really, really know that as you speak and we listen, as your humble servants, that we're going to begin to shape uh, everything around us. Our lives are first changed, and then we're going to see such life change in other people as you are just leading us and guiding us. So God, that's our prayer. That's our prayer today. And uh, if you are joining us today as a guest, um, you've been invited by a friend to watch this, or maybe you're just staying with family right now, and they've said, Hey, come and watch the service. I want to speak to you because God wants to speak to you too. Um, And I just want to encourage you that it's not by chance that you're watching this today. And God is wanting your heart. And uh, I would love to pray a prayer with you where you just say, God, like at the beginning of the year, I just ask you to be part of my life. So can I pray with you? And and maybe you can just whisper this quietly in your heart and, and just pray this simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, my heart is open to you. Come and live in my heart by your spirit and change me and make me into the person that you want me to be. Lord, thank you for dying on the cross for me so that I could be forgiven and set free. And maybe you don't even understand what that all means, but you're recognizing that Jesus died for you and that he loves you. And then pray this, Lord, from today, I just want to honor you with my life. Beginning with the year, I just want to, I want to give it to you. I want you to speak to me. And I want to put you first in my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, tell the person that maybe invited you that you prayed it. really encourage you, as Colin said, get to church. It doesn't have to be ours. It can be any church. Get a Bible. Download the Version Bible app. And why not even start today? And on that, we want to try and do the Bible in one year. So really want to encourage you to sign up to the Bible reading plan one year and uh, we just want you to join uh, with us as we listen to God's voice every single day through the word. It's it's not a religious thing that we kind of have to do but if you feel compelled to do that why not join us today and give God just a couple minutes a day to read his word throughout in one year. So we'll give you a moment if you want to give uh, there might be one or two uh, little announcements uh, but uh, you can stay on the stream but from all of us at open skies from our team god bless you you have an amazing day and we will see you all next week god bless everyone